Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance driven. It's the week of March 15th and we are bringing you news, insights and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, none other than Justin Mays. What's up Mays? Always good to see you. Hey Jenny, great to be back with you again this week as well. Looking forward to diving in to see how last week played out and what we are expecting this week, especially with the Nor'easter coming to the Northeast. I hope you're prepared for it up in New York City. Well, Maze, as I record this episode with you today, I'm looking outside of my window and it is just a little bit of flurry, so not that bad. But tell me, what did you see last week when it came to rates? Well, Jenny, looking back on the last week, we definitely started seeing more noticeable declines in the national average rates. The line haul today is at $1.67. That's down three cents from March 7th at $1.70 mile. And as a reminder, as we record this, it is Tuesday, March 14th, so that rate may fluctuate based on the day that you're listening to the podcast. And as we pointed out last week, we are seeing these increases being driven by what we consider produce markets in the South and Southeast. That is with the addition to weather-stricken markets throughout the West and Midwest. Which is interesting because last week we said we were in the clear with springtime, the weather was going to be great, and things wouldn't affect the supply chain, but things are different this week. That's right, Jenny. I must have jinxed it last week, hoping that we were moving away from the winter weather, but less than a week away from the official start to spring, winter weather persists. That it does, and my assumption is that this is going to directly impact the market, specifically in the Northeast. But what have we got, Maze? To turn back to the national view, we actually saw tender rejections take a twist last week. For the last couple weeks, I've been calling out this slim increase in tender rejections. Well, in the past seven days, we actually saw this turn course, and we're starting to see some declines. This is mainly driven from the West Coast and the Midwest, as the significant weather issues we're having for the past several weeks on the West Coast have started to dissipate, and we're seeing tender rejections go down. And keep in mind, the West Coast and Midwest are the larger freight outbound regions. That's right, and that then becomes the driving force of that national tender rejection average going down a bit. But I know you've got some good news on that slate maze. Let's hear it. What's going on in freight? Everyone is getting a little relief at the pump as fuel continues to be on a downward slide. The national average diesel price continues its six-week trend downward, declining nearly 40 cents from where we left January. So there is some relief for carriers and shippers out there, and just average day consumers like you and I. That's right, and then last time we saw that 46 cent spread was back in October of last year, but Mays, you know what it's time for. It's the regional breakdown. Well, Jenny, let's dive into it, and we're gonna start off in the Northeast. As I stated, the Northeast is expecting a pretty significant weather event, and we are gonna most likely see tender rejections increase in the harder hit markets in upstate New York and other parts of New England. The Northeast, as I've mentioned last week, is one of the regions that have the most room for declines in overall rates. But this week, we will probably see rates stay stagnant, maybe a slight increase in specific pockets that get hit harder with the weather in and around Boston, upstate New York like Syracuse and Buffalo. But overall, I think the the average for the region will stay mostly stagnant as weather dissipates, where we will then continue to see a decline in the coming weeks. And of course, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Now, what about the Midwest, Maze? Similar to Northeast, this region has room for downward movement, especially as we close out Q2 and head into the spring. Shippers will continue to have opportunities to push down rates, especially if it's going into those produce markets, such as the Southeast and South, but in the reverse, freight heading to the Midwest will become more difficult to cover. And let's jump on down now to the coastal region. 
This region continues to be relatively flat. We are not seeing loosening or tightening. It really depends on where the freight is destined. Freight destined for the southeast or south is likely seeing declines, especially if it's going to South Florida. That is where we're seeing some, some pretty sizable declines. And freight going to the west coast, of course, is still not the most ideal freight for carriers. It'll be interesting to see when this does change because we have seen this for the coastal region and the west coast for quite some time now. But why don't we make our way over to the southeast region? This is where we need to continue to keep an eye on because parts of the southern part of southeast, like Florida and southern Georgia and the Panhandle, continue to see rates increase as capacity is starting to tighten. But some larger markets like Atlanta are actually starting to see rates stay stagnant or decline, especially if it's going into Florida. All right, and let's head out west. Maze, are we striking gold this time or what's going on there? It is still no gold mine, Jenny. Um, rates continue to move downward after a bump due to weather. But this coming week, we're most likely going to continue to see these rates fall, hitting a near bottom in the coming weeks. Moving on to the south. The south is similar to the southeast. We are starting to see some tightening capacity around border markets, but the larger markets such as Dallas and Houston continue to be relatively loose. In the coming weeks, we expect it to play out similar to the southeast. The border markets impacted by produce season will likely continue to tighten, pulling Dallas and Houston along with it later throughout the process of produce season. And for historicals, where we were last year around the same time at the start of produce season, some of the tighter markets, according to DAT, actually were in the uh, Twin Falls, Idaho region, the San Luis Valley in Colorado, Central and South Florida, Eastern North Carolina, Columbia Basin, Washington, and Minnesota, North Dakota Valley. So while we're not exactly where we were last year, this is something that we're definitely going to keep an eye on as we expect a more normal produce season in 23. That's right, Jenny. The market continues to be extremely loose on the shipper's point of view. For carriers, they continue to navigate tough waters. But with the seasonality trends coming back into play, they really have the opportunity to be smart with their capacity. If they are not on contractual lanes, they need to be making sure that they are moving to the right markets for the right price and vice versa, leaving at the right price as well. They really need to pay attention to where rates and capacity is starting to shift. Again, that is if they are not lucky enough to be on the contractual side of the market right now. And while we've reached the bottom of the spot market in certain markets, namely on the uh, East Coast, we're starting to see that kind of level out across the nation. Is that right, Maze? That's right, Jenny. I do still believe that we will be seeing the bottoming of the spot market in the coming weeks for specific regions. Like I called out, there are still regions that have room to decline. And again, there's always the lanes for produce markets to continue to see rates increase. But a national view, it's gonna be a little bit longer. I'm not gonna lie, Jenny, these rates have come down farther and quicker than I would have imagined. But I do think there's a light at the end of the tunnel for the carriers. And how do you think carriers are gonna fare out within the next 60 days, Maze? You know, February, March, April are big months for new RFPs to go live. And it takes a couple weeks for those to really get flushed out. So I do believe that we're gonna start seeing some relief in the spot market when all these new RFPs go live. These contract rates that carriers and brokers are getting are not gonna be as lucrative as they were towards the end of 2022. Again, I cannot emphasize, Jenny, how important it is if you are running in the spot market to be on top of the market 
and know how much and where to be setting your trucks. It's why we do this market update. It's not just for shippers. It is also for carriers to stay on top of the market each week. That said, we will see you next week with an all new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. Maze, enjoy your well-deserved vacation. And until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.